Welcome to the Daily Detox Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Center, integrative health practitioner, licensed occupational therapist, and your health detective. I'm excited to share with you natural, evidence-based, and effective solutions for achieving wellness. Become educated and empowered to transform your health for a more vibrant and happy life. Welcome back, everyone, to Daily Detox. I am your host, Stephanie Center. If you're listening in the United States, I hope that you had a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Historically, for me, Thanksgiving has been a holiday of service and a holiday of gratitude. We had some really, really great Thanksgiving traditions as a child that were really meaningful and they really always stick out in my memory. I I grew up in a Chicago suburb, but the rest of my family lived far away. So it was just the, the four of us growing up, my parents, my sister, and myself. Uh, so no big holiday feast. We actually would, we would spend the majority of our day at church. I lived by the Great Lakes Naval Base, and my church would always put together a big Thanksgiving dinner for all of the men and women in training. So we would wake up literally at the crack of dawn. We would go to our turkey trot, and then afterwards, we would lend a hand in the kitchen and assist in serving an early Thanksgiving dinner to our men and women of service. It was always a great and special day. Uh, It was really cool, actually. We had rooms blocked off in the church for trainees to Skype with their families. And I'm not sure about this. Don't quote me on it. But I think that while they were in training, they weren't necessarily allowed to call their families. So this was a real special treat. And then, of course, we had like rooms with video games and a wonderful sermon and and all of that goodness. So needless to say, I have some really special sacred childhood uh, memories of Thanksgiving. And since graduating OT school and joining the workforce back in 2013, somewhere in there. Um, I've pretty much worked every single Thanksgiving since because healthcare doesn't close for holidays. And of course, I would always want to travel and be with my family on Christmas. So Thanksgiving was, you know, the holiday of choice to work. So I essentially went from serving in a church at Thanksgiving to serving in a hospital or a nursing home. And I think I think the first time I actually had Thanksgiving off was last year. Yeah, now that I, I've sort of moved on from serving in a traditional healthcare setting, uh, I have my holidays off again. So it's been an interesting space to navigate um, and also being married now, you know, how to how to spend that holiday. This year, because of the pandemic, it was just Kyle and me. We had a really nice, quiet and cozy Thanksgiving in our apartment, just the two of us. And I have to say it was really, really nice. Neither of us are really huge fans of Thanksgiving food, so we made some healthier versions of some of the things that we do like to eat, and we had a really meaningful conversation about the things that we're most thankful for. So I hope that you and your family were able to do the same. I think it's important for us to bring those things to the forefront of our attention, which is why I've never really understood Black Friday. Like, what's the point of spending an entire day counting our blessings just to go blow a bunch of money on stuff that we don't need the next day, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. 
But as we approach the end of the year, I have three upcoming events to share with you. So tomorrow, Wednesday, December 2nd at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I will be hosting my final Low Tox Life course of the year. I think this is the perfect time to educate yourself on toxins that are lurking in your food and self-care products as many of you are looking to make some healthy habit changes in the new year. This course is really comprehensive and I do my best to break things down into bite-sized pieces. I definitely do not want to overwhelm anyone. I go over just some top toxins that lurk in our environment, our food, and our self-care products so that you can have a tangible list of of things to be aware of when you're at the the store shopping for, you know, soap or deodorant or um, pasta sauce, you know, whatever you're getting. I've got a list of like top offenders that you you would really want to uh, do your best to stay away from. I also educate you on healthier alternatives. So I don't just tell you what to stay away from. I tell you what what's out there that might be a better choice. Um, so you can best preserve your 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 gut function and your immune health. I really think that making an informed decision is where the power lies because we do vote with our dollars. And so I think that if we if we make toxins knowledge common knowledge and we are all going to the store with this background knowledge of what's good for us and what's not because you know, in the nicest way, the FDA doesn't have our back. The FDA does not protect us from harmful ingredients. And so it's really up to the consumer to be knowledgeable and aware. And the more we can vote with our dollars, the more we can promote companies to work in integrity with themselves and create products that are not harmful or carcinogenous or toxic. Um, I also just, I just scratch on the surface of what toxins are and how your body metabolizes them. Because I think that knowing that will help strengthen your motivation to stay away from them. I also recommend coming to this if you're interested in doing my 10-day detox, because I do offer a special discount for those who attend my Low Tox Life course. I think you should definitely get some credit for educating yourself before doing a detox. So that's my way of saying thanks for coming. And really, the main point of the Low Tox Life course is to make for a more informed consumer. And what I really want you to do is take notes and tell your friends. Tell your friends about I don't care if you tell your friends to come to my class or if you just tell your friends what ingredients they need to stay away from. My ultimate goal is to educate. And so whatever way you feel best to do that, I want, that's, that's my goal is to get this knowledge out there. I think I mentioned my, my last detox group of this season that will kick off a week later. So Wednesday, December 9th. If you are interested in joining, I do have a few spots left. Just make sure to reach out to me either today or tomorrow, and I'll help you get the kit so you can join us for the kickoff on the 9th. It does take about three to five business days to receive the detox kit in the mail, so I definitely would reach out sooner rather than later. This 10-day detox is a great way to reset your metabolism so that you can digest your food easier and absorb your nutrients better. It is... I think a really great metabolic reset. I don't think the detox is all of that challenging and you feel fantastic at the end. So I get a lot of feedback that it also, the course can help reduce sugar cravings, which is really great to have this time of year. 
sorry, you guys, I have some emails that are popping up on my screen and um, covering my notes. So sorry if I'm, I'm stuttering for a sec. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I get a lot of feedback that it helps reduce sugar cravings, which what more could you ask for around the holidays? I feel like holding back from sweets is hard, but not craving them in the first place. Goodness, I would be so much better. And I'm having one last Essential Oils 101 course, and that will be held on Sunday, December 13th at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. This course is great if you are new to the world of holistic health. Essential oils are highly effective. They are well-researched, and they are a more economical way to experience the health benefits of natural support. Essential oils, or at least the ones that I use, are 100% derived from nature, and they serve many purposes from household cleaning to supporting the body through cold and flu season. Uh, They are extremely versatile, and a bottle goes a long way. So you, you know, I only replenish certain things once or twice a year, and I use them frequently. So that's what I mean by it's it's more economical and it's and it's more versatile. You can use them for many things. You can use them topically, aromatically. You can use them in your cleaning supplies. I I have a really good line of DIY cleaning products that literally take me a minute to make and are just as effective as your typical household cleaner, but they don't contain the toxins. So anybody with little kids, I highly recommend doing a DIY cleaner like the one I have because your kid can literally lick the kitchen countertop and it will be okay if the cleaning solution gets on their tongue. Oh, and I also have a special offer for those who come and join my course. So definitely check it out. I will provide links in the show notes to all three of these things if you're interested. Now, let me introduce today's guest, Janetta Moore. Oh, I don't even know where to begin. Janetta is very, very special to me. She has completely changed my life for the better. I started seeing her about a year ago, I think, yeah, about a year ago for colon hydrotherapy. And we've since formed a great friendship. She has been a huge support to me and has been a positive and encouraging voice as I navigate my own path in holistic health. And I'm just over the moon excited that she actually agreed to sit down and share her wisdom and knowledge about colon hydrotherapy with you all. She is seriously the most knowledgeable person on colon hydrotherapy I've ever met. And before I switch over to our interview, just let me share a little bit about Janetta with you all. So Janetta is dedicated full-time to helping people achieve better health. She is a certified colon hydrotherapist through the American Institute of Natural Health. She is a certified aromatherapist through NAHA. Genetic graduated from Tennessee Tech University and taught school for several years before following a passion for cleansing and detoxing, which I think is really important to know about her because her teacher side totally comes out. If, if you live in Nashville and you go see her for colon hydrotherapy, she will give you a nice lesson on colon hydrotherapy while you're experiencing it. So you know what your body is, is going through. She is a, a wonderful teacher. Janetta believes that true health really does begin from, from within through the mind and body connection. Colon hydrotherapy has changed her life for the better. And Janetta empathetically believes in the practice of colon hydrotherapy and feels that because a majority of illnesses originate in the colon, that healing can take place only when the colon is kept clean and free of toxins. 
She has a passionate interest in others and a desire to help her clients in healing, in their healing journey. She has personally experienced how colon hydrotherapy can change lives for the better. And at one time, she had a standard American diet, low energy, and a serious health challenge, which she'll dive into in this talk. And after putting colon hydrotherapy into practice, as well as, of course, you know, good supplements and a healthy diet, she felt her health improve significantly. And she really wants this for others. She wants to help others change their lives for the better. Working with clients on their journey to health and wellness is one of the most rewarding things she said she has experienced. Janetta takes exceptional care to make your experience as comfortable and educational as possible so that you leave feeling more, more, more than satisfied, excuse me, satisfied. She offers knowledge to her clients to help each of them with their own specific issues to help them be as healthy as possible. And each session will be customized to you and your comfort level. Her goal is to provide a clean and safe environment for the comfort and well-being of each client. Please help me in welcoming Janetta Moore. Well, welcome, Janetta. Thank you so, so much for coming on the show today. I'm so beyond excited to have you here. You're one of my all-time favorite human beings. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I am thrilled to be here and thrilled that you asked me to be here. Oh, well, thanks. So today we're going to talk about all things colon hydrotherapy. I know it's something that my audience is really interested in learning more about. And you are like the most well-educated person I know in this, in this field, and you've been doing it for forever. So do you care to tell our listeners just maybe what brought you into the world of colon hydrotherapy and how you found this field? Oh, yes, definitely. So nobody grows up and says, guess what? I'm going to be a colon hydrotherapist. And <laughs> God just puts things in front of you when you need them. So I actually uh, taught school for several years and I got sick with pancreatitis. And I'm most certain that most of the reason behind that was because of poor eating habits. And when you teach school, you happen to have soda around all the time, which is horrible. So <laughs> even though I had changed my diet and I was doing much better, I still hadn't done everything I was supposed to do. And my body still had lots of toxins from years and years of doing bad things. So I had pancreatitis. Uh, I was sick, feeling horrible. I had a gallstone over a bile duct and nothing was going down. Everything was coming up. Very, very miserable. And um I had horrible insurance and due to that horrible insurance, I didn't go the regular medical route. I started doing colon hydrotherapy and it made a world of difference. So uh, that's what brought us here. I think after the first visit of colon hydrotherapy, I felt much better, but I'm sure after about 15, 20 visits, I was a brand new person. So it just kind of changed everything. But then along with that came the better eating and taking care of yourself and all those things as well. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I find, I, I love the practitioners that have that personal experience that led them into the field because yeah. you understand people's pain because you were there. Oh, you experienced it. I know how bad it was and what the difference is of if you really go through all the process, you're going to feel much better. So were you able to, did you use other things to treat pancreatitis or was it pretty much colon hydrotherapy? Well, it was several things. One, water, 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 mm. water, lots of water. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I had already taken soda out of my diet like two years prior to that, but that the toxic load that you carry is huge. Ah. So, uh, water was a big deal. Uh, changing your diet a little bit, eating more fruits and vegetables than what I had been doing, mm-hmm. and you know, just taking care of yourself. Yeah, all the little things. I think all the things that our grandparents told us to do, make sure you get plenty of sleep, drink right. plenty of water and eat your fruits and vegetables. Those are the top three. <laughs> no, I, I often think about what my life would have been like if I were in a different time period. Like oh, yes. my husband and I talk about that a lot. How, man, if we were, if we were in our twenties in the sixties and seventies, like we wouldn't have any chronic issues. We would, there wouldn't be an organic section in the store. Everything would just be organic. Yeah. Be a different world. Um, so I'm really interested, um, to know kind of what are the, the benefits of colon hydrotherapy and who would, who would benefit most from colon hydrotherapy? Oh my gosh. So everyone is going to benefit to some degree with colon hydrotherapy, but if you have constipation, diarrhea, IBS, irregular bowel movements, a weight issue, whether you're too thin or too heavy, or you're feeling a little extra heavy around the midsection, it helps get a lot of things moving and getting things out. Number one, we're going to cleanse the colon. That's the first thing that's going to happen. We're also going to hydrate the colon. Not only does it hydrate the colon, it hydrates the body and it stimulates the peristalsis that's going on in the body to get things going. And we hit a lot of the reflex points in the colon to help the entire body. It's peristalsis. Yes, definitely. And then it's just one of the things that that, uh, exercises that muscle and gets it moving more with the peristalsis. And then... um, if certain people have something going on, it will uh, it will help reshape the colon. So if you have oh. if you have something going on where you have one section that's larger or smaller than the other or prolapsed or something like that, it's gonna help exercise that to get it back in shape. Can you explain what peristalsis is? Yes, peristalsis is the kind of is the contraction motion that your colon makes to get waste out. And it mm-hmm. starts right at the bottom of the cecum area and it goes all the way around. But we want that peristalsis to be really good and strong so that it is able to get all the fecal matter out that we have. Yeah. And even if you don't have an issue going on, we uh we're usually holding about five to 10 pounds of extra fecal matter that we don't need. So, oh, wow. So colon hydrotherapy just helps get a whole lot of that out. Oh, I didn't know that. Five to 10 pounds. Yes. Pounds. Holy cow. Okay. So it's five and a half feet long, Uh two and a half inches in diameter. We can hold eight meals before we have to release. And then if you're not moving well, there's more in there. And then 72% of any processed food has sugar added into it. So we're holding a ton of stuff in our bodies. Wow. Just, we just hold it in there and it, it takes a long time to move out. Yeah. So who, what are, so do you see any trends with people that come to visit you? Are there certain conditions that tend to visit you more often? Uh, well, yes. Okay. So, um, the people who are going to come see me more often usually have major constipation and they don't have a large variety in their diet. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. So if that microbiome is really good and balanced, we're going to go a whole lot more than if it is not. So Mm. let's say someone is eating mostly carbs or someone else is eating mostly meat or someone else is eating mostly vegetables, whatever they're eating, your microbiome is going to help break down the food and it's going to adjust to that. So the more variety that we have, especially when we're growing up, the better your microbiome is going to be. And then antibiotics are also an issue because we don't want to have too much of that because that just takes out all the good stuff. And sometimes it's hard to get that back. But the wider variety of foods that you have, the better off you're going to be. Yeah, I I have so many thoughts about this, especially since the introduction of GMOs and glyphosate, because I know that our soil is losing its biodiversity and therefore our digestive tract is losing its biodiversity as a result, a result of that. And I'm just wondering like what, what the future is going to look like in terms of our colon health. I know for my age group specifically, I'm in my early thirties, colon cancer rates are, are increasing in, in younger adults. And I just can't help but wonder if, if that is part of the cause of that and yeah, what can we do I mean, that's one of the reasons why I started seeing you. I was, my audience knows that I suffer from um, black mold toxicity and that it colonized in my gut, but also just knowing that we're eating these foods that don't have the nutrient density that they once had, even when we try to be good and eat fruits and vegetables, it's still maybe not good enough. And so how can colon hydrotherapy help combat that? I think we're just taking out a lot of the old stuff that you don't need. And Mm. I don't, and colon hydrotherapy is not going to, it's not the be all end all. It's wonderful. But that's my biggest thing. People have got to do everything they can. There's Mm -hmm. lots of things that we have to do. Exercise is an issue. Sleep is an issue. Water is an issue. All of those things. But colon hydrotherapy is going to help pull out a lot of the old stuff. So let's Mm. say like me for my story. So I had had soda for a long time and I didn't eat as good as I should have. Well, I took a lot of the old stuff out and then I added in good stuff. So my microbiome is different now than it was 10 years ago. So continue to do all the good things you can, but getting rid of the old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that gives me hope that it's not like finite. You have the ability to change your microbiome if you take the right steps. Exactly. It's just a huge, huge thing. And another thing that I think is a big deal is putting in a variety of foods, but getting them from different sources. Like, okay, so if I go to the farmer's market or I go to the grocery store, you're going to get a, if I get lettuce at both places, I'm going to get different uh, bacteria from all of those. So switch it up some, you know, or yeah. go to this farmer's market, go to that farmer's market, you know? Do yeah, that's great advice. And that's another thing I love about you, Janetta. Every time I visit you, I feel like you are more than a colon hydrotherapist. Like you always have some really great pearls of wisdom or advice. Like you're such a holistic therapist in that way. You treat like the whole body, not just the colon. Um, so Thank you. I appreciate that. But <laughs> it is, I mean, it's the whole system. It's from yeah our head to the tips of our toes and it's, so right. it's, and it's what we think and stress is such a big deal I don't think people understand how big stress is 
So yeah, guilty. I'm working on that one. And all, <laughs> we all are. But if that's the one thing about, okay, so colon hydrotherapy, I mm-hmm. want you to be as relaxed as you possibly can be. Nobody is going to walk in my office and not be nervous the first time. Sure. That's just how it is. But I want to love you through the process and I want you to talk to me and we want to get as much moving through as can. Well, if we're talking, whether we're talking about the weather, your children, your car broke down on the side of the road, whatever it is, when you talk, you release a lot of that stress. And when you release the stress, your transverse colon is going to release and I'm going to get way more waste out. Mm. So can you kind of walk us through that experience? Like what can somebody expect during colon hydrotherapy? Well, I don't like pain, so I don't want anybody else to experience any pain. So I want it to be nice and gentle. And, you know, with the business, I want you to come back. So I want it to be easy on you. And I think over the United States, anybody who does colon hydrotherapy, they want it to be gentle and kind and uh, be a relief, not Mm -hmm. a pain. So more than likely, you're not going to have pain when you're receiving colon hydrotherapy unless you have gas but you're going to walk in we usually have paperwork that you have to fill out because we always want to go over your health history to find out what's going on with you because what's going on with one person is not what's going on with someone else whether it be constipation or IBS or just coming in to stay healthy so I want to talk to you about what is happening So we're going to talk about that and then we're going to get you in a treatment room and there's usually a nice little massage table that you're going to be on. And uh, we have a filtration system through the whole house. So there's nothing but nice warm filtered water going into the colon, but we're going to take nice warm filtered water, use a speculum and it's going to, we're going to use that to put water into the colon. Now, the cool thing is a lot of people, know that when they come in, they're going to feel a whole lot better, but we want to go slow. We want to talk about what's going on. We want you to feel as good as you can. You're completely covered up when you're doing this. I see your bottom for all of five seconds. (laughs) We use coconut oil as a sterile lubricant because I want you to love that. I want everything to be very gentle. You're usually on the table 35, 45 minutes, depending on what's going on. But we want to put as much water up into the colon as we can to get your peristalsis going and to get you feeling as good as you possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. And I can attest it's not painful. I've, <laughs> I've done it. I don't know. Countless times. Not painful. And you leave feeling like weightless. Like just, I, I don't know how to describe that feeling. Just like, um kind of an emptiness almost. It's really nice. It's a really nice light feeling. People know how bad they feel until they finally feel better. Oh, isn't that the truth? And when you get rid of a lot of the old waste and the toxins that are in there, you're like, oh my goodness, I feel so much better. I know there have been a few times throughout the years that I have went to get colon hydrotherapy in my own office. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know I felt so bad until I feel better. Mm. So sometimes it could be that you carrying around a a little virus or a bug or whatever, or it could be, I ate something that is very disagrees with me. So, So, but to get that out makes you feel so much lighter, especially gas. Gas is the heaviest element on the planet. And when we get that gas moving through, you're going to feel lighter and much better. 
Yeah. I was so surprised to learn that, that that's actually more discomfort than waste moving out is that oh. is like a gas bubble. Yeah. Yeah, that's we've crazy. all had gas bubble moving through there. So, you know, that's uncomfortable, but to get that out. You're oh yeah, definitely. Something you said to me once during a session really stuck with me. I, and I didn't realize that, that this was possible, but like that waste can like attach itself to the lining of your, your colon and be and just so other, other stool passes through, but that kind of that remaining waste sits on the lining of your colon. Can you talk about that a little bit? So depending on what we're eating, you know, it seems to me like all processed food is, is hard on us, but we're all consuming it. But 72% of it, they add sugar in there. Mm -hmm. So that's hard on our bodies. Well, when we eat different foods, things just, it turns into glue. Sometimes it could be gluten. Sometimes it could be sugar. Sometimes it could be, who knows what it is, just things that go in there. But we have like a, we develop like a little sock on the outer lining of that colon. And we want to break that up. Just like I use this example a lot at work, but we eat every single day and we brush our teeth. And even though we brush our teeth every single day, we still go to the dentist twice a year to get our teeth cleaned. Well, we're not really doing anything for the colon. So we mm. want to go in and get this water in there and get that peristalsis going so that we can get as much waste out as we can. And when that water goes in, it's going to break up that lining that's on the outside of the colon and get that old stuff out. And that's going to help with so many different things. It's going to help with your hydration, with your absorption of nutrients to get yeah. things moved out of the small intestines, everything. Get a lot of just get a lot of toxins out of there that you don't need anymore. Yeah. I can imagine that that would be harmful to your health to have toxic, like, cause waste is toxic and to have that just sitting in your, your colon for, for a long time and not moving that just really, that struck me when you said that. And I, I haven't forgotten that. Yeah. It's just, it's just hard. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so can you talk a little bit about, I know you treat, people with autoimmune diseases and like Lyme disease. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience with that population in colon hydrotherapy? Oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, so if you have Lyme disease, autoimmune disease, something like that, we have a lot of die off going on all the time. And we want to get that stuff out of the way so that the medicines you're taking, the treatments you're taking, whatever is going on absorbs a whole lot better. Mm -hmm. And you're getting a lot of the old stuff out. We want to keep that microbiome good and healthy. So that's really a big deal for them. And keeping hydrated and getting things moved through makes a huge difference in how they feel through the week. So some, I mean, I, everybody is different. So it depends on what's going on, depending on how much you're going to come into our office to get colon hydrotherapy. But with Lyme disease, autoimmune disease, uh, stroke victims, different things, people need you more often depending on what's going on. So if a lot of my Lyme's patients, they have to come in because things are just kind of stalled sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes things aren't moving at all. Sometimes that their medicine is, is causing die off and you want to get that out. So they're moving better. And when we get the colon really good and clean, the whole gut brain connection is a lot better. The brain fog is gone. You're mm. able to move a lot better, function a lot better. It just makes a huge difference in how you're able to go about your daily life. Oh, absolutely. I can, I can speak to the brain fog since, so I started seeing you, I think in either January or February. And that was, that was an issue for me, brain fog, just feeling like 
I walked into this room and I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, that is something that is definitely, I've, as my gut, because you know, like your body knows, your body's smart, right? And oh, yeah. so when your gut starts healing, that anxious feeling that that comes with being like bloated and backed up, that that goes away. And then it's like, boom, I can think again. It's so crazy how that, how that is, how the gut and the brain are connected. Oh, it's such a big deal. I had a call. This was probably last summer when I got this call, but I laughed so hard. The a, a girl that I knew, she said, uh, she texted me. She said, "May I call you?" I said, "Yes, please do." And so she gave me a call. She goes, "I owe you huge today." She said, <laughs> "When I left, she said I cleaned my car, I washed my car, I cleaned my house, I've done all my laundry, I've vacuumed." She goes, "I went and mowed the yard." She goes, "I've done everything today, and I just have so much energy. I've never had this much energy." <sighs> Now, not everybody feels that energetic, but she was definitely the energizer, energizer bunny that day. So sometimes you're going to come in and you're going to get rid of a lot of stuff and you're just going to hit all the reflex points that get you to feeling really good. Sometimes you're going to come in and your colon is going to work really super hard and you're actually going to be tired when you leave. Yeah. And it's different depending on what's going on with you. So, but it does make a difference in how you feel. Yeah. That's, you know, it's interesting. You bring that up. I haven't thought about that before, but I have definitely been on both sides of the the spectrum. Like I've yeah. had days where after cold, cause I usually do it early in the morning uh-huh. and I have days where I go home after that. And I'm like, Whoa, I, I need to chill today. <laughs> yeah. And then I have other days where I'm like, I'm going to go jogging and I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. And then I, at the end of the day, I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> what? Exactly. So it's just cool. It's cool how it kind of supports your body and what it needs for that day. Exactly. Well, I'm only working with your large intestine. I'm only putting water in there, but your whole organ system knows what's going on. Your liver, your gallbladder, your spleen, your pancreas, everything knows what's happening and they're getting rid of stuff that they don't need to. So it's just going to make you feel a whole lot better. Yeah, absolutely. I'm wondering if you have any experience working. So with this whole idea of the gut brain connection, I I know there's a lot of research out there that um, like the first sign of Parkinson's disease is actually constipation. And so I'm wondering, do you work with folks with neurodegenerative diseases and what kind of outcomes do you see with them? From time to time I do, it's really hard for them just getting there, making time for Mm. everything. So yes, I do work with some, but sometimes it's short periods of time. Sometimes, and sometimes it's maybe not always short periods of time. It's just a long time before they can get back, depending on what's going on, because they're doing so many other things. But colon hydrotherapy definitely helps. I have worked with people with Parkinson's, people in wheelchairs, stroke victims, different people, but it really does help calm things down, uh, especially with. I've worked with people with thyroid disorders, cancer, Parkinson's, all kinds of different things. But when we get that old fecal matter moved out, Mm. it just helps move things through. And if they're really taking good care of themselves, that microbiome is changing every day and they're growing that and that's making them feel better. Yeah. And being hydrated, being hydrated is a big, big deal for everybody from all areas of life. 
if I have got, okay, even if you're drinking as much water as you're supposed to, it's not getting down to the colon the way it should. So when I put water in, the opposite is, <laughs> it's really getting in there and going pretty far. And it's like your mm. colon is like, oh my gosh, yes, I can move. So it gets uh-huh. a whole lot of things moving through. Huh. I have experience working in nursing homes where every, I mean, everybody has, for the most part, either dementia or uh, memory loss or, and I would also say that most folks in the nursing home that I've like, they have constipation too. And I'm just kind of wondering like, why don't we have colon hydrotherapy in these places? Oh gosh, it would be such and, a huge thing. Yeah. What kind of changes could we see? Or on the other side of that, who, what 20 year old or 30 year old are you seeing now that's constipated that you're preventing from Parkinson's disease from developing exactly. or dementia from developing because they're taking care of this now? Exactly. And, I, and my biggest thing is people being awake and aware of their body and knowing this. Yeah. I would say that maybe not, a, maybe not nationally, but definitely in the South, I would say only 2% of the population even know what this is. Oh, that's sad. I mean, they just don't know. In our little area, there, I think there's probably only seven or eight colon hydrotherapists. We could in Nashville. In Nashville. In the whole city of Nashville. Well, and that's 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 including Franklin and uh, the outskirts. That's okay. Wow. There's not a whole lot of us. I mean, and there's if I can have a chiropractor on every other block, there's plenty of people to go around we just have to have the awareness yeah uh, many many years ago colon hydrotherapy that was the go-to thing I mean even in California there was colonic row in Hollywood so everybody was doing that but then no way. yeah it was a big big deal but then the doctors aren't making a whole lot on water but they made a whole lot more money on pharmaceuticals so that yeah. became the go-to thing and laxatives became a thing but water your body's doing all the work. And so it's just really healthy and it's an easy thing and you can't become addicted to it. It's just water. Yeah. Yeah. And your body, yeah. And your body doesn't, it's not like, I think my audience knows my thoughts on Miralax. I'm not a fan and your body becomes like gets to the point where it becomes reliant on it to go to the bathroom. And with this, I think this has the opposite effect in that it's, it is stimulating peristalsis. And if you are somebody who has gastroparesis or your vagus nerve isn't stimulated, like it should be like, it's when you have colon hydrotherapy, your vagus nerve is getting stimulated. And so your body is like waking up and relearning how to pump that stuff out. Amen. And I have, I have several people who come in with gastroparesis and I'm, what they, I'm kind of the only way they're going. Ugh. Do they tend to, so kind of in my, in, in my experience in the hospitals, working with gastroparesis is kind of a doom and gloom prognosis. Like they're, they're kind of being told like, well, this is your forever. This is, yes. sorry about you. This is what you're going to have to deal with. Yes. But I'm wondering if, because your, your process is retraining that vagus nerve. Mm-hmm. If you see positive outcomes, if they feel like they do improve over time, they do improve over time. So all of those things like exercise helps. Yeah. And colon hydrotherapy definitely helps and eating well all helps, but 
everybody that I know who has gastroparesis, they continue to come quite often. Mm. It, it is kind of, it's a difficult situation. Oh yeah. I'm definitely, I'm not envious of that. That's, that well, is tough. Not fun. It's, it's very hard, but they are coming in and they're uh, quite a few people are doing the best they can to get better. Yeah. You know, we, and, and they do have success of not having to come as often after a while, but that water just gets things moving and gets things moving yeah. and they can hold water forever. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. But the good thing about that is, is they're getting really hydrated. So the next few days after you leave me, it's easier on your colon. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely noticed that. I definitely feel like the days after colon hydrotherapy, my digestion, even though I still have some, some mold issues, my digestion is, is better. And it's, yeah. and it's, yeah, I have that, that couple of days of, ah, oh, okay. That's it moved much easier. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm just, I'm really grateful for you. I'm, I kind of, I wish I would have found you sooner because I did the traditional route first and, uh, that didn't, that didn't get me anywhere. <laughs> just cost me a lot of money, <laughs> but, but yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about colon hydrotherapy that I haven't, haven't asked about? Well, a couple of questions that often come up in my office, yeah. I will answer one, everybody wants to know what do you put in there? What what does it look like? How does this work? Some people, so I use a speculum. Mm -hmm. It's going to go in your bottom about two inches, not very far. There is a water valve at the top that is about the size of a straw and it is slanted. And then the waste hose is at the very back. It's all connected to one little thing and it's small. It's not very large. So that's what's going to go in there. Everybody's like, do you have two tubes in there? <laughs> so, and then everything is connected to uh, the machine that I use that controls the water that goes in the colon. And then everything goes straight into the septic system. So no big deal. So the water, uh, my whole office has a filtration system on it, but the unit that I use has a triple filter on the hot and a triple filter on the cold. So there's nothing but nice warm filtered water going into your colon. But then that speculum that I use, it's small. It has two tubes, water at the top, waste at the back, and everything goes. It's no mess, no fuss, yeah. no odor. Everything is really super easy and it makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah. But that's a, that was, that's always my big question. What are you going to use? <laughs> yeah. What does that look like? And then sometimes it's even several visits in and like, how many tubes do you have? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one, but that is definitely a question. And then uh, I'm going to put anywhere from 18 to 25 gallons of water in the colon on one visit. But uh, we'll put a little in and take a little out, put a little yeah. in. Put a little out. It's not like I'm throwing it. In, uh, it's not like a fire hose and we're putting it all in there at once. It's <laughs> we have a really slow, steady little pace that we go at and make it nice, slow and easy. Yeah. Janetta, she puts water in and then she says, okay, we're going to do a hold. And I think that's where you, you put the water in. Yeah. Now and first, what we do first is we, yeah, yeah. Start out, we take out as much gas as we possibly can. So 
we always have gas pockets all the way around, but at that in that sigmoid colon, right at the end, mm-hmm. we hold a lot of gas. Well, that's the heaviest element on the planet. So a solid cannot go through that gas. So the first thing I'm going to do is put water in about four to six inches, and it's going to circulate around, and it's going to work as a siphon to pull that gas out. Mm. So I know I'm getting gas out simply little bubbles through a tube. So I work on those get that gas out of the way. Then when the gas is kind of out of my way, then I'm going to touch you on the hip and say, we're going to do a hold. You don't have to do anything. Just know that instead of water circulating around, water is very slowly and very gently going into the large intestine. And is you're going to be going, okay, this feels just fine until it hits mm-hmm. another gas pocket or a solid waste. And then you're going to be going, okay, there's a little pressure and it's not going to be anything bad. It's going to be like, you need to pass gas. And then when you feel that, you let me know. And then I release that. And then most of what went in then comes back out. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and that's how you get hydrated because that colon loves that water and it soaks it up like a sponge. Yeah. And then waste goes right into the sewer system and you feel better and you're, we make it really as easy as we possibly can. And I walk you through what we're doing because we talk a lot about what's going on before we start. Mm-hmm. You're listening to this on the podcast. But when you come in, I, I go over everything, I explain it. When you're on the table, I tell you when we're doing a hold, when you're releasing. We try to keep you up to par with what's happening. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you are awesome. I love that you you explain what's happening. And then you also, I mean, you guys, she's got pictures of colons in her office. <laughs> she's got, uh, all the things I love that. She's always got like essential oils going. So it, it's like a welcoming smell. And then you put, she has, you put some on your belly. Like you just, you do all the things. Well, thank you. Well, all we the want things. you to feel as good as you can. So that essential yeah. oil in your tummy helps relax all those organs. I also have a sound table that you kind of lay on that helps. Relax yeah. Everything. I just want people to feel as good as they possibly can when they walk in there. The more calming the environment is, the better it's going to be. And the first visit is never as good as the second visit because the first visit, you're nervous. What does this lady look like? Where am I going? What's this going to consist of? The second visit, you're like, okay, I've got all that behind me. (laughs) It's going to be a whole lot easier. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and I can attest to even, even now, after doing this for several months, I feel like it just keeps, for me, it just keeps getting better. I just keep, I get more and more benefit and I, I can feel myself absorbing nutrients better. Oh gosh. It's such a big deal because you're going to get old stuff out of the way so that you have room. So yeah. And you know, it's sad. This isn't something that I got to learn about in school. No, we don't talk about any of the things. I wish that we talked about how does sound work with our body? How do essential oils work? What does yeah. water do? Colon hydrotherapy, massage, all the things. We don't talk about all those things and they're hugely important. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about colon hydrotherapy? Colon hydrotherapy is not scary. Colon hydrotherapy no. is very beneficial to all of us. If you have an issue with constipation or diarrhea, IBS or something, it is something that could really help you. And we want to work with you as easily as we can. And if you're not in the Nashville area, wherever you are, try to find somebody. There's somebody that could make you feel better. Oh, you are so sweet. 
If you are in Nashville, please go see Janetta. She's at release of Nashville. She's amazing. And I also, I wanted to ask too, because I know you also offer reflexology and I just wanted to know, I want to know what that is. That's not something that I'm super familiar with, but I'm so interested in learning more. Oh, great. So reflexology is super great. Who doesn't like having their feet rubbed? So the bottoms of your feet correlate with all the organ systems in your body. Think about when you were little. What was it that they did? This little piggy went to market. (laughs) When they did that, that stimulates your brain. So the ends of your toes are your brain. Your large intestine is kind of in the middle of your foot, right around the arch. And so if you work the arch of your feet, it it can stimulate your colon to get that moving. So when she does reflexology, my partner, Delaysa Watson, she's the one that does reflexology. And she has a nice sound table going. She uses the essential oils. She's going to rub your feet. She uses all these different stones. And it... One, it feels amazing, but two, it just helps get things moving and uh, not just the colon. Uh, I mean, she could work on different things. And usually when she's working on you, she can tell if you have deposits here or there and she can kind of tell, oh, are you feeling anything with your neck or how's your, you know, how's your liver feeling? Or she could tell you if there's something going on. It's amazing. It just makes you feel really good. And to get reflexology before colon hydrotherapy just gets that colon really stimulated so that when you get on the table, things move even better. So neat. So what, so what's the mechanism? So what is it? Are you like, is it just, is it all feet and just she goes up to about the mid thigh, I think, and uh, she works on that. She works on your sciatic okay. nerve and stuff like that. Up Interesting. In there. You're just going to lay back on a massage table, got nice pillows and a nice sheet on the bed, and uh, she's going to use her oils and work on your feet, and you just got to roll your pants up to your knees. No big deal. Ha. Huh. So and neat. It's really easy, and it's it feels amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've started reading a little bit about the science behind it, and I'm I am fascinated by it. I need to actually participate in it to see. To see. I need to just do it. I need to just you do it. Need to do it. You would enjoy it. It feels amazing. It yeah. Feels- well, and Delace is a genius. Like I, I mean, so <laughs> if she's yeah, I totally trust her. That's that's cool. Okay. Well, maybe. Um, Maybe I'll need, maybe I'll get uh, her on the show some, at some point and try to try to talk her into coming on, talk about reflexology (laughs) and the health benefits of that. Because I think at the end of the day, I just want people to know that there are options out there. If you want to take ownership of your health. Yes, always. There's always more than you thought there was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that, uh, I think. I think if I, I, I guess I can only speak for my generation growing up, but we are kind of, we're taught that when something's wrong, you go to the doctor and they fix it. And I think all of us have been raised that way and we don't yeah. always look outside what else we can do, but yeah, there's many, many things. And health isn't just as simple as, oh, this is, your gut is broken. Let me fix it. it there's not... A prescription for that and not and and I wish people understood food a little bit more I mean yeah sauerkraut it's like one of the best probiotics you can put in your body 
Mm-hmm. And walking outside barefoot, that's one of the things that gets you grounded and gets you to feeling a whole lot better. Yes. There's so many things that we can do that we just don't talk about. Right, right. So that's that's what that's what my mission is, is to get this get this knowledge out there because I I wish there was somebody that taught me all this stuff when I was sick and not feeling well. And I feel like I kind of had to discover this all on my own. And goodness, if I can prevent that from happening to another person, I want to. (laughs) Think about all the people who are listening to what you have to say and you're teaching people about all kinds of different aspects of the world. And I think that's fabulous. Goodness. I, I hope, I hope, I think, I think now is a really unique time. And I'm, I know that the world has been down and and rightly so because of, of COVID. But I think that this is a great opportunity for us to wake up and to realize that we can make decisions that affect our health. And, you know, people are, their ears are perking up to, they're becoming more aware just because they have to right now. They, they have this pandemic that we have this pandemic we're facing and people have to take precaution. And so food is one of those areas where you can make smart choices. You are what you eat. You vote with your fork three times a day. Like this is, this is one way. And I, I really encourage people to, to really vote with their dollars and buy good quality products to keep companies accountable. Exactly. And it makes a huge difference. And, you know, go support your local farmers. Absolutely. Market. Run by and get some things that you need there. That's a huge deal. And you're going to get better quality and it's going to be fresh and yeah. drink some water. Please. <laughs> yeah. water. That's free and it's easy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea of farmers markets too, because that you're supporting local economies and you're supporting people that grow their own food and, and are uh, against the big chains. And I don't know, there's something beautiful about that. I have a couple of families that come to see me and uh, not only are the parents part of the farmer's markets, but the children are having booths at the farmer's market. So it's a great, great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Janetta, I so appreciate you taking your time, time out of your day to come on the show and, um, share with us your wealth of knowledge on colon hydrotherapy. I could not think of a better person to talk about poop with. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm my favorite subject. (laughs) And I have enjoyed being with you as well. And I hope everybody out there can glean a little information and get their colons cleaned. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on this show and I will make sure to link in the show notes where everybody can find you and find release of Nashville. I hope that you have a better understanding of what colon hydrotherapy is and how it can improve your overall health. If you liked this episode, please consider leaving a review or sharing with your friends on social media. I don't really have a budget to advertise for the show and reviews and word of mouth are really the best way of getting the word out there about this show so I can be more visible. So I really do appreciate any words you have to say about the show, any feedback and sharing with your friends and family. I will post links to Janetta and her practice, Release of Nashville. If you're in the Nashville area, she is literally the best. I could not recommend anybody better. She is amazing. I highly, highly recommend that you check her out. Um, She also works with a gal named Delesa, who is also amazing. She does some reflexology. 
just go see both of them and they will blow your minds with their wisdom and intuition about health. I also have links to my free low tox life and essential oils 101 courses, as well as my final 10 day detox of 2020. I hope to see you at these events. They are going to be a lot of fun. And also stay tuned for my one-on-one practice. I am going to take on five people this month, and then I'll open up my practice to the public early 2021. So if you're interested in food sensitivity testing, gut function testing, if you think you might have leaky gut, or you want to see if you have candida, or you want to see your ratio of good bugs to to opportunistic bugs, uh, that's something I'll be offering as well as hormone testing. I'll be offering both saliva and and urine-based hormone testing. So reach out and I will keep you in the loop if you're interested in, in knowing more about yourself. Well, all right, that is all I have for today. My next episode will be released on Tuesday, December 15th. Um, the next episode I have will be with Dan Voss. It'll be on longevity and his what he has found uh, in terms of studying different things that contribute to the length of our life. So it's a really interesting, interesting talk. I was on his podcast, uh, the Live Life Longer podcast, not too long ago. You're welcome to check that out. He has some really great insight. And I'm, yeah, I'm really excited for you all to listen to his thoughts and what he has to say. So, all right, that's it for today. I hope you all are taking care of yourselves this holiday season. Be well and be kind. See you next time.